everybody, welcome to the Boy Hattie Podcast. That's right, it's time when we come together and talk about pop culture garbage. I'm Annie, and notably absent this week is Mr. Bill Mudrin. I think this is, in fact, the first ever Boy Hattie Podcast without Bill Mudrin. What? It's a weird, weird time. So instead, we're joined by uh, my precious once and future wife, Foley. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, and then the special guests, Jimmy and Conley. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hi. We're all, all of us together are going to try and be Bill enough. No, it's going to be a very polite podcast. <laughs> Do it. But shouting. In, that's right. In honor of Bill. In his honor. There we go. Hey, <laughs> The best part is, I don't even want to drink when I just opened. <laughs> Is it ginger ale? It's it's terrible diet this ginger ale. Diet ginger ale oh. that my mom bought when she visited in Um well like your birthday. February. Was this my birthday or was this last no, year? No, this was February because she forced me to buy diet ginger ale and then she oh, was that's like, right, we had I'm paying we had a party and she's like, that's... I'm paying for it by the diet. And I'm Ugh. like, nobody's gonna if it's ginger diet. ale I'll try and drink it's it. The worst. Try it. I'll try it. I'll try. <laughs> Diet. I love ginger ale. I do too. That's right. I can't my favorite. I want to see your face. Very unimpressed. (laughs) (laughs) In that moment, I'm sad it's not a podcast. Isn't that like an upsetting flavor? Like for a brief moment when you first sip it, it's like ginger ale. Yeah. And then yeah, Yeah. Yeah. bad aftertaste. Yeah, Yeah, like astringent astringent something. It's like you're drinking syrup. <laughs> exactly. Syrup. Oh. But it's the only can I had to open was the soda that we refused to drink. Syrup with some iodine year. mixed in. Yeah, pretty much. Like when I was right desperate, there. I drank some. <laughs> and then you started it. Yeah. Yeah. I need that ginger ale, man. I need it. I need it. <laughs> Give me that sweet sweetness. No, I don't have very few. I have very few vices. Right? Sure. I don't know. Maybe. Wait, what does that have to do with anything? Are you saying ginger ale Sometimes is your vice? Sometimes you just need some yeah. ginger ale. Sometimes you right. just need some... I've gotten into, like, the hard stuff. Like, ginger, ginger beer. beer. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can't go back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Regular ginger ale is like water. I need, I need <laughs> exactly. the, like, extra ginger spice. Yeah. Apparently, go, apparently Georgia. Uh, Jeremy loves ginger beer mm-hmm. of all types. And apparently um, uh, the South has some of the best ginger beer. Mm. I huh. believe it. But... It's also the South. It's, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right, friends. Someone born in Louisiana spent a number of years in Georgia. Let's dial this all down a bit, all right? Hey, hey, but where do you live now? Portland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. most unsouth What are you? What are you? Married to a woman. Okay. Touche. Touche. An agnostic lesbian. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, though, I have to tell you, I've been feeling very southerny this week in that we've eaten so much rich food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My God. I am normally not a seconds person. I've had thirds this week. Mm. Mm. Good Doing job. Right. Yeah. Wow. Way to live. Somebody. Here, here in the Americas, we celebrated Thanksgiving. Yep. Commemorating some white people who are mean to some brown people by eating foods that didn't exist at the time. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Pretty good. I'm trying. A great holiday. <laughs> a great holiday. So let's just, let's just back it up. We didn't celebrate Thanksgiving. We celebrated my birthday. Yeah. It is also, most importantly, Foley's birthday week. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the most exciting thing. Yeah. So I'll start, let us all say our thanks. I will start by saying, I'm thankful for Foley, whose wonderful birthday it was. Boy, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for my birthday. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Conley, Jimmy, what are you thankful for? Uh, I'm thankful that I know Foley and got to celebrate her birthday with her. <laughs> All right, All right. Conley, you do not have to answer. I'm thankful 
Dragon Age. Very. <laughs> I mean, fully. <laughs> so I should say the four of us are all um, eager to resume discussion of Dragon Age Inquisition, but for the sake of spoilers, we will once more save that for the back end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Though yes. I will say this, Conley, have you now finished the game? Or you no, still- I'm okay. like... I could start the end yeah. at any moment, yes. but I'm choosing to delay it to finish more side Okay. Cool. Well, I will just say then that when we get to spoiler talk, we will be everything but endgame spoilers. Yes. So, listener, beware, I guess. Yeah, there you go. But, uh, yeah, so this was Celebratory Foley Week. Yeah! Uh, we had good times. Last night uh, was the last day of Celebratory Foley Week. We took the bus downtown, had fancy, fancy, also rich dinner. Yes. And uh, went to see a concert stay in a hotel. Like fancy people. Where'd you have dinner? Uh, we went to, we so we went and stayed at the Crystal Hotel down yes. in Portland. Which you we, know, for a former flop house. Yeah, that was the thing. Walking super nice. Going downtown we walked by the data entry place that was my first job in Portland. Mm-hmm. And or second technically. And we tra- walked by the sex shop that Foley used to manage. Yeah. And we were both like, We've come a long oh, way. Used to baby. Manage that? Yeah. Foley oh. was the manager of Spartacus Aww. back in the day. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. She helped women have orgasms without even being in the room. Oh. I did. Good, Good job. Good for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh but no, when Foley worked at Spartacus, where we stayed was in fact the flop house above <coughs> the gay strip bath club. House, the gay bathhouse. And gay bathhouse and and, uh, and the strip club. The strip mm-hmm. club where I would go and get change for uh, large bills to small bills and they would feel sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I get my bike grabbed by gay guys. Wonderful. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, good times. <laughs> so, yeah, it is now uh, the Crystal Hotel. Happy memories. Uh, McMinniman's mm-hmm. establishment that we talked about McMinniman's in the past where they take Old buildings and then gussy them up. Cool so we we for dinner we ate at the Zoo Cafe, the former yes. Silverado or Silver Dildo, as Silver it was Dildo. once known. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we went to a show at the Crystal Ballroom, which is interesting because it, it's actually an old ball bearing ballroom. So when you're in there and people are stomping along to the rhythm, like you feel this like yeah. vibration all mm-hmm. along. Mm-hmm. You get some pipe on that. It's nice. It's yeah. Pretty good. So we had mm-hmm. a good time. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Pretty good National Folly Week. International Folly Week. Excuse me. International. Yes. Yeah. Because Foley Excuse has me. fans all over the world. It can't be contained in one Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Galactic yeah. Foley Week. Yes. yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Friend of the podcast, Maxwell mm-hmm. Motley, was very kind as to send Foley's Amazon credit that she's been using to download some sweet jams. Aw, yeah. Sweet jams. Yeah. I got some good music. I got some uh, frivolous pop music, which Excellent. is my favorite. Mm-hmm. And Maybe some T-Swift up in this joint? I did. I was I did about get to say, I, did I, you get some T-Swift? I did. <laughs> I did. I had to. Um, what else did I get? It was good. There was a lot of shameful, shameful, awesome pop music with good booty shake stuff. Mm-hmm. But I grabbed um, the... Uh, oh, God, I'm going to fuck up his name. I know it. Hozier? Ho, ho, Hozier? Oh, Hozier. Hozier? Is it Hozier? Hozier. I don't know. Hozier. H-O-Z-I-E-R. And he holds up a... Hozier. I feel like that's got... I don't know. Is he Canadian? He is Irish. He is really, really good. It's an album that, you know, you're like... You hear one song on it. And I heard the song like three months ago. And I was like, that's really really awesome. There's a song out called Take Me to Church. Which is moody and kind of haunting and kind of exactly up my aisle. So it's either like I'm, I'm manic with my with my music preferences because yep. it's either like dark brooding music, not quite goth, or <laughs> or Taylor Swift. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's a spectrum of Foley. Mm-hmm. That's a good time. Sounds good. 
Um, but no, the album is just self self titled album, and uh, it's really sweet ass jams. Really good. It's kind of some singer songwritery sad but, music but to like make a out to. Really mm, great very grungy right. kind of early Black Keys mm-hmm. yeah, sort of way, but Black with Black a Keys. lot more. Yeah, just incredibly well written music. Really, nice. really, really good. Arctic Monkeys ish. Arctic Monkeys ish. Not quite. Yeah. A little bit more bluesy. Okay, um, I get you. A little bit more, little bit more oddly soulful, mm-hmm. but um, it's so very grungy. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's yeah. good. I like it. Um, look into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, for five, for like five or six bucks. Yeah, because yeah. debut album. It's totally like, worth yeah. it. And then it's like every single song is fantastic. Cool. Yeah. So thank you, Max, for the Thanks, gift of James. Yeah. Now the International Foley Day is over, and also Thanksgiving is over. We are allowed to amp up. Christmas. Yes, so, oh, like, man. I was not going to let myself get excited for Christmas till tomorrow. Right. But we came in here, and there is a Christmas tree next to me. Yep. Annie is wearing a Santa hat. Yeah. And I'm freaking out a little bit right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really love Christmas. In our family, it is tradition to put the tree up the day after Thanksgiving. We were remiss because, I should say, Foley and I have been off on vacation from Wednesday on. And except for going out to dinner for a birthday, having people over, and watching Over the Garden Wall for Thanksgiving, your new mm-hmm, tradition, mm-hmm. Nice. and then going to the show, I have done literally nothing but play Dragon Age. Yeah! Like I put in a good, Work a week. couple of 12-hour days of Dragon Age yeah. there, and I'm astonished that I'm still not done yet. And well, I supported you, uh-huh. you're 100%, the best wife. by giving you the only thing I didn't do was basically blow you while you were playing. <laughs> so. There's still time. <laughs> <laughs> But I was constantly giving you... Uh, oh, yeah, like, like bringing me snacks. foods, bringing me drinks. Yeah. You're the best wife in the world. I, yeah. Sweet, sweetheart. We'll, we'll talk spoiler talk yeah. later. Um, have you all done anything not Dragon Age related this week of note? Uh, I downloaded the demo for Guilty Gear XR'd Sign. So is Guilty Gear... Uh, let me see if I remember this right. Is a fighting game? Uh-huh, yes. It's it okay. is. It is a 2D fighting yeah, game. Yeah, okay. 2D, like, you know, side... Mm-hmm. 2D fighting mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm. Like but, King of Fighters? Yeah, like a King of Fighters, but this one has I'm like out. the most animable shit. Well, I guess Blaze yeah. Blue has the most animable Well, sure, bullshit, but it's by the same people. But it was like the like the original anime bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. fighting game. See, normally, and it's amazing. I don't really like fighting games. Uh-huh. I'm not good at them. Yeah. I've, I've watched I'm you play Get on Top. Bad at, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You don't like losing. <laughs> no, I get mad. And I'm not, and I'm not good at them. But I like... Guilty Gear, yeah, because it's bazonkers. Yeah, man, like I'm it's super it's completely it's insane. Shit. Yeah, bonkers like anime weirdness. Oh man, and, uh, and it embraces it. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. It just owns it. Like, <clears throat> I'm not a big fan of Street Fighter because mm-hmm. I don't like that genre of game. Yeah, and it looks boring. All the character <laughs> yeah, sure. designs boring. Sure. Yeah, the, like the the 2.5D version right. is like ugly looking. Yeah, yeah, Everyone didn't like ugly. it. But um, I like Guilty Gear because it's it's insane. Yeah, I was I was looking up the new characters for this game, mm-hmm. and there's one that's like looks like a like a twelve year old anime pretty boy. Okay, like sickly looking. <laughs> uh, he's got like white hair and glasses. Sure, but like he you. is asleep. 
in a giant killer bed. What? <laughs> so the bed is fighting? The bed is fighting. And oh. so it's like that kind All of right. yeah. like bizarre. I was going to be yeah. like, is it kind of like Tekken? Which I enjoy. The Tekken. Yeah, no. Because Tekken is crazy. Anime bullshit. Tekken's yeah. crazy. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You, you picked mm. a different thing and you're a different color bear man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Is one of, I also like Tekken. Yeah. Because it's weird. Yeah. So, oh. so what's really neat about this new Guilty Gear <laughs> is that the original games were uh, like cell animation, basically, sure. like just two yeah. D mm-hmm. one one plane. This one sprites, sprites, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they have gone and created a three D engine, but they've kept everything. <laughs> oh, orange, uh, two dimensional. Okay, and it looks Beautiful. incredible. Like the way they've animated all the characters, they mimic the frame rate of like an anime. Hmm. Yeah. So it's not like watching weird like 3D models that kind of look like 2D animation. Right. It's like, like the shader is really good, so nice. it looks like a two-dimensional drawing. That's awesome. Yeah. So you don't even know that it's three-dimensional until like you do a super move or something and the camera like turns around and oh. you're like, whoa! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm super curious about yeah. this. Huh. This sounds fun. Mm-hmm. I think oh, it's playful. The demo's yeah. available for PlayStation Plus members right now. Oh. Yeah. Like through mid-December, I think. We uh, yeah. we played the actual game when we were in Japan. Uh-huh. Did you? Yeah, sure. Oh. an arcade because it's out there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, whatever. You did so little, I should yeah. say, yeah. yeah. Good so job. Jimmy and Conley are newly married and for their honeymoon went to Tokyo. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your international jaunt, my friend. Oh my God, tell me about the robot cafe. <clears throat> oh my God. Oh yeah. Yeah. We didn't really tell you much about no. that. So, we didn't really tell you much about yeah, anything. Go for no, it. Yeah. We're failures of friends. <laughs> um, so when I was in high school, I spent my senior year uh, as an exchange student in Tokyo. And when I left, my last host family said who I got along really well with, said that when I got married, I had to come back and visit them when I was on my honeymoon. So I did. Yay. Yeah. And it was really fun. Uh, awesome. We were there for a little over a week. I got to show Jimmy my favorite spots, yeah. all the cool stuff. So y'all went, you found a Portland store in Tokyo? Yes. Oh, yeah. like 24 <laughs> hours of being there? <laughs> it, was, it was on our very first day there, yes. Astonishing. Oh. And we were walking between, like, uh, like, kind of like in the center of Tokyo, uh-huh. like walking from one area to another. And we're like, man, we should stop for some coffee. So we look over, we see a store that like looks like it has coffee mm-hmm. called Nico Ann. And then we peer inside and we see there's a big thing inside that says Portland. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? So we walked in and they were just selling Portland shit. There's like a sign that says, visit Portland, Oregon. And they're selling Pendleton blankets and stuff with the bridges on it and stuff yeah. with mustaches on it yeah. and scout books. They've got like this room set up that maybe is supposed to look like it's in Portland and they're, yeah. Pro- yeah. And they're projecting Portlandia on the wall. <laughs> and yeah. like the whole store is just Portland shit. And oh. then, like... Jimmy and I are running around just looking at everything like, what's happening? And the store people are looking at us weird. And so, like, I go up to one of them and tell them in Japanese, like, oh, we live in Portland. She's like, whoa, Portland. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was a bizarre. Yeah. That was bizarre bizarre cool. Yeah. And, but, and also a robot cafe. Yeah. yeah, we went to the admittedly very touristy, but yeah, still worth care. it because it's Bizarre. Yeah. Uh, we went to Robot Restaurant, okay. which some of you may have seen on Anthony Bourdain's um, Parts Unknown. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it is, I saw someone describe it as like medieval times with robots. 
in the head. Which is a hell of a pit. Uh-huh. You yeah. go and for the insane stage show. So yeah. before anything started, like okay. they usher us up into this bar to wait. And there's like ladies in like silver outfits um, with robots playing the guitar, yeah. and they're like doing a soulful rendition of "Time After Time." There was a robot <laughs> playing the saxophone. Oh yeah, there and was... a lady playing the flute. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh this God. is going to be amazing. Robo flautinist, yeah. right? <laughs> and it was amazing. Um, it was bonkers. There's really no way to describe it. Yeah, sure. I took pictures. There was a giant robot snake. Uh, fighting a lady there was yeah like a uh, sentai villain type lady Mm -hmm. right there was uh, a float with a lady playing the flute and a lady playing the saxophone while two women two women sang on either end of the stage while riding giant metallic Bedazzled horses. They were unicorns, uh, weren't they? <laughs> they were just horses. Okay. Yeah. They should have been um, unicorns. Just yeah. go over the top was, there. Uh, you said something robot about robot boxing. You said something about nice. the chain link being put up. Yes. That was for the robot boxing. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the protection of the people. Right. Yeah. Sure. There's like these giant robot women torsos that are piloted <laughs> by women in bikinis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so holy so, fever dreams. Huh. I'll huh. show you some videos after this. <laughs> it was it's a good time. Um, pure insanity. Uh-huh. Um, and besides that, you know, there were some laid back, pleasant times. We visited some temples. You yeah, saw a bunch of cats. Went on some walks. We saw a lot of cats. We were okay. We were walking through this one area. You don't see a lot of like homeless people in Tokyo or anything uh-huh. like that. Uh, we walked by a park where all of the homeless people in Tokyo seem to be kept. And all of the cats. Oh, really? We walked over to this park, and I saw a cat walking around, so I was about to run in. So I yeah. was like, cat! Sure. And uh, then I saw that there was, like, a really weird-looking dude in there. I was like, uh-huh. mm, maybe not. And I looked around, and there were more cats. But the more I looked around, there were also more scary-looking dudes. So I was, like, horribly conflicted and wanted right. to, like, run into this park. But there was also, but, like, a lady, like, sitting there on her lunch break, like, right. with a cat that was, like, yeah, walked up to her right. and she was, like, taking pictures of it. I didn't end up going in. <laughs> sure. But it was literally a park overrun with cats. Like, you oh. would look in a bush and there'd be, like, five cats <laughs> sitting in it. Yeah. This sounds like fully fever dream. Yes. <laughs> The only reason I didn't go in was because it was literally, we were on our way to the cat cafe we were going to. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to pet all the cats. It's beautiful. It's going to yeah. be okay. Yeah. yeah. Cat cafe. How was the cat cafe? Was it, it everything you wanted to be? Oh, yes. All more. the cats were adorable. Mm-hmm. There was a, a really cute sleepy cat. Mm-hmm. And it slept the whole time. And, like, they gave us food to feed the cats, and all the other cats were, like, freaking out and wanted treats, but this cat just slept through the whole thing. <laughs> it was sleeping the entire time we were there. When we left, it had, like, a little, like, as though in an anime, like, a little snot bubble coming out of its mouth, like, as a no snore. No joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the cutest. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking phenomenal. Orange, your yeah. brethren are there. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Conley and Jimmy were kind enough to get Orange and Bailey, our cats, some gifts. Mm-hmm. She, they, uh, we have made in the past, the cats wear bandanas. Yes, because we're kind and generous. <laughs> uh, and we like our kitties to look pretty. Stylish. They should look just mm-hmm. like mommy. Mm-hmm. So... We uh, 
we had been putting them in bananas, but it's kind of dangerous because we had <coughs> genuinely just been giving them like cut off bits of. Oh, of we're terrible bananas. parents. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy and Cutler were kind enough to get us these actual collars that have these beautiful patterned bananas on them because mm-hmm. they also have bells, <laughs> which we find hilarious and adorable. And it turns out that while both cats individually are fine with they themselves having bells, really questionable about other cats having bells. (laughs) Orange and Bailey have been hissing at each other non-stop for the past 72 hours. And it literally is... The collars went on. Yeah. They were both in, in, like, Orange was out in the living room. Her collar, like, she came up to me. Mm -hmm. And I put it on her, and she's just like, I've worn a collar before. This is fine. This ain't no thing. She goes away. Bailey's in the bedroom. Put hers on her. Annie, I think, put hers on her in Mm -hmm. the bedroom. It, it was simply hearing the other cat yeah. <laughs> yeah. that sent them into a, like, just hissing shitstorm of, of anger. This one sounds like, yeah, that this one does that when she's angry, which is gremlin noise. <laughs> so what I, what I started doing is she'd be hissing at Bailey and Bailey. I'm like, come on, Bailey's going to go to the bathroom. Bailey's, and basically, Bailey's relegated herself to the back of our house yeah. where Orange has been like glowering in the front room. Mm-hmm. So anytime Bailey would walk out to get some water, get some food, go to the bathroom, something, or just hissing at her, and Bailey's just like, Whatever. <laughs> I was just started putting my finger into Orange's mouth. So, like, she'd hiss and her mouth would open. And I would just put my finger in her mouth and touch her tongue. And then she'd die. Die. I'm going to start doing that to you whenever you're angry. I think you should. Because I think it would work. This morning I tried to take Foley. Poor Foley. She was so brave. We went downtown and I said, let's not drive the car. Let's just take the bus. Because we get free bus passes through work. Yes. Why pay for overnight parking when we just take the bus? Well, Sundays, the bus the buses go even more infrequently, and then our bus blew us off and went no, sailing by. Jerk bus. So we were out in the cold with the wind. It was, there were 20 mile per hour winds, and it was with the wind 30. chill about 30 degrees outside. Yeah. Fully got so, rightfully so, so cranky. I should have just stuck my finger you in your You should have just put your, your finger mm-hmm. in the mouth. Would have frozen to when it. When I was there, yeah. going, fuck that guy. Bah, bah, bah. Angry, angry. Finger in mouth. <laughs> Problem like, solved. Yeah, that, that, that. You would have been so confused. It would have just stopped. <laughs> exactly. just like what I was most angry about, uh, in retrospect, was um, we stopped by Kenny and Zooks. Mm. Not actually angry, but like, but like, I was like, okay, let's just get bagels and some coffee, and we got. So I should say, brief, brief uh, explanation to our people listening from afar. We've probably talked about this podcast before. There is a bagel void in Portland. It yeah. is an enormous, sad, gaping hole. Kenny and Zooks is. A- yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so I had never, I had never had a Kenny, Kenny and Zooks bagel. Uh, yeah. So while we, we don't downtown, go downtown, we took advantage mm-hmm. of being the bagel opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So got a bagel, got cream cheese, lox, whole deal, mm-hmm. noshing, super delicious. Should have gotten like half a dozen bagels. You know. Yeah, we should have walked back. We were waiting mm-hmm. for the fucking bus. So you oh, were more uh, mad at yourself for missing that opportunity. <laughs> I was. I was. I was oh, upset. Well. What's she gonna do? But if that's the, the extent of my problems in this world, yeah. <laughs> I am doing okay. I had a delicious bagel, but I should have gone back for more bagels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need a fatter ass. Yeah, pretty I much. Know. Oh my god, I feel like with if only made delicious, delicious turkey and delicious mashed potatoes. Yeah. 
and just a fucking amazing bullshit. For, so we got a pie from our favorite pie place in town, Apple Pie. Then Chase, who came over for <laughs> Thanksgiving, was he heard an interview about Terry Crews where they were saying, Terry Crews loves popcorn, pies, and da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> but Chase just heard it and instead of, didn't hear the comma. And it was just like, popcorn, popcorn pie. pies? What the hell is popcorn pie? Then realized the mistake, but then it's too late. His mind was caught on this concept of popcorn pies. Mm-hmm. So he basically made a pecan pie, mm-hmm. but instead of pecans, he put in store-bought gingerbread Like popcorn. caramel corn. Yeah. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Really good. Way to sounds, go, Chase. Sounds delightful. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend investigating popcorn pie. Jimmy's yeah. favorite food is popcorn. It's true. So it yeah. sounds like his his yep. best dreams. We're going right. to come to life. For you. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. We'll make your dreams come true, Jimmy. Yeah. Very attainable goals. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, I feel like I ate so much delicious turkey and then I ate leftovers many meals mm-hmm. it's all gone so now the point, to the point where like you guys came over and enjoyed mm-hmm. some casserole as mm-hmm. we watched Cora which we'll talk about in a second um, but you and then I, I I was like okay well we can have that for lunch and I opened it and it turns out somebody it was so good <laughs> eaten Fully, if you just cooked worse food you wouldn't have to worry about me eating it all if you were just a shittier chef, your problem would be solved. Why you gotta be so amazing? So, Folly, what you have to do is make bad food and then secretly make yourself all the good food. So you, like, put out a bowl for Annie and she eats it and she, like, pretends to be nice. It She's be, like, oh, this is okay. It would actually be really, really good. Easy. And then you see you're like, I'll eat half of it and put it aside. And then you go and eat the real meal. That you I like this. I like this yeah. idea. But really, all I have to do, Conley, is put mushrooms in something. Mm. Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> this is delicious. No, it's not. Yes, oh, it is. Just start cooking everything with mushrooms. No, I hate this. Just make not a little like small portion that just doesn't have mushrooms. Where is the Christmas spirit in your heart? I am freaking out about Christmas right now. Please, <laughs> here. How does on? I'm ready to just bolt out of this podcast and go like make myself hot cocoa and eat candy canes, listen to Christmas music. We can go buy peppermint JoJo's. Oh now. my god. <laughs> Trader Joe's right down the street. Shit is getting real oh, on the Boy Hattie podcast. My God. I really love Christmas. That's why you should. Mm-hmm. Christmas is the best. I like I, presents. Yeah. I really like presents. <laughs> Fully, how many presents am I getting? You're getting one, oh two, three, four, five, six, seven presents. <laughs> Why? Well, it's great. I literally presents. said I don't want it. I got a sweater. Motherfucker, deal with it. You're getting seven presents. <coughs> they were oh, all to a man presents. at least 50% off. All of them. Oh. Well, that I like. <laughs> you get the present of bargains. I like bargains. This is true. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you were getting like five? Haley says that's not enough. Like five, like five plus. Like I definitely got three so far. I'm just being a dick. I was thinking about it. Really, there's a part of me where I want to tell everybody, guys, just hold off. I'm gonna actually I'll tell you guys because I can say this. Don't give me anything for Christmas. 
Save it up for my birthday. That's a lie. No, <laughs> you're not it's, for it's, Christmas. You'll be sad. You want no, some for Christmas? It's not. No, 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 no. Because Lego is coming out with all their new stuff in January. So why waste? Why get me something now that's like here's will this, the thing? Will this have been like a year since we started yes! you off on your Chima yeah. adventure. Literally, yeah. y'all, <laughs> uh, getting that for my birthday on, in February. Well, been, Do you know uh, what she wants? So no, 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 I get to say it. My wife, my wife, for her thirty-first birthday, uh-huh. wants nothing more, and she has than a Lego Chima bear mech. <laughs> it's a big robo bear. That's pretty now, awesome. To be fair, it comes with like eight. Characters, which is guy. which is which is totally okay for Benton. I fine. want a Robo Bear, but you also actually want the Robo Bear. I, it looks so good next to my pack tracker. <laughs> I'm so excited about Robo this. Bear. Anyway, no, I guess like I I am bitter about only getting one present between my birthday and Christmas because my birthday is so close to Christmas. Yeah, my birthday. We were actually just talking about this for the podcast. Traditionally. My birthday would fall on the feast that ends the 12 days of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, my yeah. my birthday is very close to Christmas. And epiphany. So my, right, epiphany. So my whole life has been, mm-hmm. here is your birthday slash Christmas. No! Birthday, which is bullshit. Garbage and bullshit. And so I am... I am Always bitter about getting one present, which is why I say no, two presents. Okay. Christmas and birthday. I'm sure I've told this story before on the podcast, but this was the year that I was the worst. I am still embarrassed myself of this. What? One Christmas. Were uh, you young? You weren't with me. No, it was well before I was with you. It was when I was in high school. Okay. Um, My family's all gathered in the tree. Everybody's opening their presents. And I've only gotten one. And I'm like... Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I asked for... I think I asked for Master and Commander on DVD, like the special edition or something, and I was like, they didn't get it for me. These jerks. I can't believe it's all the thing I asked for. Finally, oh at the, and I'm like so mad. You got a car, didn't you? Why, Foley, that's the story I'm oh, telling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the story I'm telling. I just telling. guessed. I don't, I've never heard this that story. That's the story I'm telling. Oh. Yeah, yeah it's like, then my parents were like, Annie, you should go on the, uh, look outside. And I look outside, and there's a car, and I got a car for Christmas. <laughs> and I was still kind of mad because I'm going to Of course, I do it. So, anyway, that's the story about how I was doing Yeah, I've. Annie, I'm um, Months course. ago, I was like going through yep. old papers and found like my letters to Santa from when I was a little kid and I was just a little shit and they're all just like I want this I better get the accessories too I want a Jurassic Park toy I want like this and if you can't get me this other thing you know what I want so <laughs> I was like oh Conley yeah. Conley Sounds how did we love. ever find love I don't know because I, I, I don't know about you Jimmy but I was I, I never like what do you want for Christmas I don't know I don't really want anything. I kind of have no, everything no. I want. You gotta understand I, with Jimmy. No, I I could I could put together a list. You could put together a list. <laughs> See, but I I was so no. well loved and like yeah, oh well loved. That's God. Jimmy, you have to understand with Jimmy that he doesn't need to put together an exhaustive list because Jimmy was the only child of his family of like his mom and his aunts and his grandma and his who were all like the nicest humans in the entire world. Yeah. yeah. So every 
day is a celebration of Jimmy. <laughs> and when Christmas or Jimmy's birthday arrives, it's like a week-long festival. <laughs> like, dating... So, as it should be. Dating Jimmy. Like, like, I'm used to one year for my birthday, all I got from my mom was a pair of brown socks. <laughs> like, I remember I the year you got a cup. I got a cup one year. Yeah. That was a good year. The <laughs> like, so dating Jimmy, like I, we go for Jimmy's birthday, and he leaves with like armloads of presents and like more bags that he can carry and like a thousand dollars in cash. And, <laughs> like, an exaggeration. That's not an exaggeration. Oh, that all sounds appropriate. Um, <laughs> Exactly. That's all right. Okay, then no, we're all different because yeah, yeah fully, fully just is not. Well, you are so not a materialistic person. Yeah. You're really not. Like I'm getting fully, like even her big, big fancy present that she got earlier that she's wearing now is just a really warm sweater. <laughs> it's really practical. I'm getting her a new I'm gonna, chair. I'm gonna have. Oh yeah, you gave me a new art I chair. I told her because I'm like, is because she said all I want for Christmas is a chair and some nice white undershirt. <laughs> You know, like a three-pack of hay. That is what I said I, I wanted. Rolled my eyes. I was like, fine, I'm getting you the chair. Because Fully really does like practical things. I <laughs> actually, the day before, ordered the chair for her anyway. Mm-hmm. So. My, uh, my, my, people made fun of me because my Amazon wish list is, is like tools, a set of Forstner bits, yep. some sawhorses. Mm-hmm. Those are nice. Yeah. A set of clamps. <laughs> Um, and some watercolor stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's frivolous, right? I don't really oh, need that. You. Though I really don't want much this year. Like, I've had trouble the last couple of years. That's why I'm saying, everybody, hold on. Because <laughs> the shit I really want is dropping in January. Hold on to your butt. I think I found you a good Christmas present. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I told you about it the other day. I was like, oh, Annie would really like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like my, my... Jimmy and Conley were very sweet, and for my birthday... Not only did they get me amazing cat bandanas that made my cats hate each other, um, <laughs> so they're obviously like magic. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, I got neat art, and it's all framed, and it's handsome. And we don't yeah. talk about it too much, but it's beautiful. I'm glad you liked it. I mm-hmm. I love chest hair. I just found that mm-hmm. somewhere. Yes, yeah. in an internet yeah. dumpster. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> a beautiful picture of someone who may or may not be Varric Tethros. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so hunky. So yeah, it was a pretty. Yeah, it's good. It's it, was, good. it was a good birthday, good Thanksgiving, good. and I'm ready for a good Christmas. Mm-hmm. Excellent. What are we gonna get, Bill? I don't know. Is he even gonna listen to this? Will he I know? Don't know, man? We yeah. have a little thing for him from Japan. Too. Nice. Yeah. Like a little, we just found this. It was like, oh, this is too perfect. Ah. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hmm. We're always like the big gay aunties, and we tend to get built clothes. We're, we're moms. Yeah, mom we're moms. We're like, like oh, you... we gotta get you an outfit, Billy. Yeah, you... <laughs> get up some Christmas jammies. Exactly. You need some pants. My mom. Okay, my mom. Every year, I'm sure I've told this story. My mom every year for Christmas has got me pajamas, mm-hmm. except for I think last year. Last year was the <sighs> first year, and it made me so <laughs> upset. Oh. And the thing is, is that. It was. It was. It was the year before last year before because, because then, then my told mom. Her how upset it made. Then this last Christmas, my mom pointedly got me some pajamas, and then I said, "I think you guys should take over this position, which or tradition, which is a very nice way of saying you're a large woman, Annie, and I don't know what your size <laughs> is anymore, which is valid." Which is valid. She my did mom get me, used to get me perfect, pajamas too. Perfect pajamas. Mm-hmm. And then they would do the like 
you can open one present on Christmas Eve, yeah. but the present was always like, you get to open your pajamas. Yeah. You can open That's your cup. <laughs> no, but I like that tradition. You yeah. get pajamas for Christmas and yeah. you get to wear them on Christmas. Yeah. I've got my pajamas. This is all I'm going to be wearing. Just full uh-huh. the sweater and Just smile. the sweater. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why not? What else do you need? It covers enough. See, mm-hmm. we could do pajamas. And like, I was thinking about it. I was like, well, if I can't, maybe like a movie would be a good thing. But then who who buys like physical movies anymore? So now that, now that we're married, Jimmy's thinking about traditions. Yeah. <clears throat> so Because Jimmy is the cutest. Right. So now Jimmy's going to ask me like, well, now what do you want our traditions for Christmas? Right. For the holidays to be. I'm like, I don't know. Okay, you, you put your lizard in a tiny Santa costume. <laughs> I should go get some white foam court paper and make a beard. A there you go. Beard. Well, yeah, you're really, really good, good at it. For yeah, me, though, not for yeah. lizard. No, yeah. I, for yeah. you. Well, no, okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, to go with your Santa hat. Yeah. <sighs> and you can make no, some for the cats. Yeah. yeah. Making this happen. Oh, man. One year when we had a cat, we got them a Santa hat and beard. He was mad. <laughs> but it was the best. Yes. Well, yeah, that, that's usually the case. It's usually awesome for the owner for yep. about 20 minutes, and yep. then something breaks. <laughs> so we're, we should wrap this up to get to the Geek Weekly Review, but let's talk about Korra. There was no episode of Korra this yeah. week. Mm-hmm. I dug it. I liked it. Yeah, it I liked good. It. So we finally had Korra kind of come to terms with a little bit of her PTSD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I my one wish would have been that she kind of got through it on her own, yeah, yeah. rather than with what's his, what's his face. What's so here? Yeah, I'll say here. Thank you. The thing about Cora though is that she's not super. She's yeah. emotionally savvy, and she's not super spiritually savvy. Yeah. No, and I don't think she ever will. Well, be. that's that's kind of why I wanted to see that happen. Yeah, yeah. see her like she still sought him out though. Uh, yeah, 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 she, she did. Like yeah. Cora of a few years ago never would have needed no. to him out. And no. I, I saw something that somebody posted. On the Tumblr. Uh-huh. Um, that was a picture of Asami and her dad that said, um, forgiveness doesn't equal trust. And a picture of uh, Zaheer and Korra that says, trust doesn't equal forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just deep, Tumblr. Good job, Tumblr. Oh, damn, Tumblr. <laughs> damn. Um, the, the thing that bummed me out about this episode was that I felt like this was an episode where their budget started to get hit, yeah. hit a little bit. I, I yeah. There was one moment where, in particular, where Cora is essentially, it's her breakthrough in her PTSD, mm-hmm. where she's had this issue where every time she tries to get in, like, fight or anything, she, or be all spiritual whatnot, she gets blocked by the memory of that fight. Mm-hmm. And, and Zahir helps her that she needs to not resist that memory to just let it pass through her right. so she can move yeah. beyond it except that it happens and the way they do that is with like a visual of her tumbling like in that moment of that fall but she actually falls into the spirit plane mm-hmm. and it's all a little fast a yeah. little it's like a huge moment it's kind of the climax in a lot of ways of I don't know this that feels journey. it almost feels very core to me of like all right good i'm done <laughs> yeah good. Good. all right yeah, yeah. Beat the shit out of this other person <laughs> Cora. Yeah. no it's just it's just a lot of Fuck Kuvira. Yep. Yeah. I'm a, yeah, it's gonna be I do love that Zahir all he really took all it really took for him was I have Kuvira ladies on 
Damn, we gotta shut that shit down. Well, I mean, it makes sense because what he was against was like totalitarian world, world yeah. leader yeah. powers oh, totally. and that yeah. kind of thing. And, so, and you feel yeah. that he has gone through some growth too, because like yeah. he says, like you could do anything and you can't, and like I could finally fly, but I'm in chains. You know, yeah. like clearly the dude has had some time to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, think it over. Exactly. Yeah. Stuff yeah. And that's one of the. The third season was so good. That's one of the things I really liked about the third season. Is like with the villains of that season, there were things about them that seemed yeah. reasonable, and even yeah. some of their actions, like right. people were like celebrating some of their actions, no matter yeah. how terrible, because they truly believed that they were in the right yeah. in a way that was more convincing than in a lot of the other seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Then, oh, totally. Like, <clears throat> I I really so, they, yeah. and I, I, they did clown on. They did clown. Was his name Unalak? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they did clown on Unalak quite nicely. Yeah, in the clips episode, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Unalak, the villain that no one liked anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I will say this: one of the things I really liked about this episode was mm-hmm. when uh, the what is it, the mayor of Republic City, or whatever, right. is like Varric and Sami. I need you, the best minds working on this shit. Yeah, and Sami just and, he, he, and Varric's like, oh, we can work together. Shake, and she mm-hmm. just twists his fucking arm and is basically like, don't you shit in my mouth, Varric. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, so good. Yeah. Oh, Asami. Yep. Oh, I like good girls, stuff. ladies stand up for themselves. Yeah, I just like Asami. I love well, Asami too. too. Oh, good. I just want. I better hair to do stuff. I bet her hair smells good. Uh, I bet it sure. does. It looks like it smells good. <laughs> <laughs> it smells really good. Real talk here on the Boy Hi Podcast. Care of herself. Uh, <laughs> Alright, yeah. friends. Like la- like a lavender kind of. <laughs> We're gonna yeah. take a little break. Oh boy! And then we'll be back for the Geek Creek interview. And like I said, after that, we will talk some Dragon Age. Spoilers. What do you think Asami smells like? It's probably the thought. (laughs) Alright, we'll be back. Alright, pals, we're back. Now it's time for the Geek Community Review. Once again, this is the part of the podcast where I read a list of news points that Phil wrote. This is oftentimes my first time seeing it. This will be interesting because I told everyone, I was like, hey, uh, Bill's not here this week. I need y'all to populate the Geek Week Review, but I think really only Bill did. Yeah. So this yeah. is still Bill Notes, uh-huh. even though Bill's not here. He's with us in I, spirit. I glanced it over. I think he got pretty much everything. Okay. Yeah, I like, right. couldn't think of anything else, because I don't know. Yeah. I've been playing, we've been playing Dragon Age. Yes, yeah, and I've Exactly. My, my, I've been doing. I've just been completely... Like, that's it. Immersed oh, in Dragon Age. I, I can smell I can spell Tal I, <laughs> oh, uh, I have forgotten my antidepressants for the last couple of days, and Foley just looked at me just like, has has Dragon Age been your serotonin reuptake inhibitor? <laughs> like, absolutely. Honestly, I am a more emotionally and uh uh like in like uh healthy and like dealing with less depression and negative thoughts in the time playing Dragon Age. I just need there to be a new Dragon Age at all times, so I yeah. don't want to kill myself. Okay, there you go. That's all I need. Perfect. Bye, Bye get, get on, on it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, all right. It's dark. <laughs> Too dark. Sorry. Too dark. dark. Don't do that. Uh, Geek Week in review. There was uh, apparently a Star Wars trailer this week. Yeah. yeah. Was that? Apparently we watched the fake one. Yeah. Bill. You guys did. <laughs> yeah. Because I saw people. So I haven't been reading Twitter. I've been on yeah. a Twitter break. This is going to sound terrible. I've been on a Twitter break for two reasons. One, all the Ferguson stuff was too sad to me. Mm-hmm. And people talking about Ferguson was too upsetting. And I felt too powerless about it. So I'm like, okay, no more Twitter. Also, it was that, and people kept talking about Dragon Age spoiler. Uh-huh. 
Annie. So between Ferguson and Dragon Age followers, I'm like, Twitter, Tumblr, you have nothing for me. I actually deleted them both from my phone for the course of my vacation. So mm-hmm. uh, when the Dragon Age trailer leaked, or should be when the Star Wars trailer leaked, uh, or came out on Friday, I should say, I just saw someone, I just heard someone about it somehow, I was talking about it. So I was like, oh, okay, beep, boop, boop, how to see. Looked it up on YouTube and apparently saw a fake one. Mm-hmm. It was really bad. I'm yeah, glad it so Jimmy one. and I were like, I'm really excited. That looks like Star Wars. It looks cool. Yeah. And Annie and Foley just politely <laughs> are very quiet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and I, like they weren't saying anything, yeah. so I was gonna, you know, like, the people are allowed to like or dislike yeah. whatever they like. Sure. So I was gonna just respect their <laughs> their <laughs> opinion. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So, but then we got over here today and uh, realized that they had watched a fake trailer by accident. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Well, then we watched the actual trailer. Like, it looks like, pretty. Good. It looks yeah. really good. It looks really good. Like I said, I'm only as good is whatever bullshit Annie shows me. So <laughs> she shows me the wrong bullshit, then I don't know. Yeah. I just looked at it and went, that looks terrible. I'm excited. I'm excited about it having a like new stars. lady in the Star yeah. Wars universe. Yeah. Not only that, one more. there's more than one lady. What? Are there multiple broads? Yeah. I missed it. Yeah. Oh. So, and did I think... saw see a non-white person? We did. Multiple we did. non-white people? Yeah. That's uh, pretty good. Uh-huh. It, looks, it looks lived in. It yeah. looks sweaty. It yeah. looks like Star Wars uh, more than any of the prequels. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and um, and it looks dark, mm-hmm. which yeah. which I'm really excited about because I think that that's also something that was really missing. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's something that a- that JJ Abrams is pretty good at. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jimmy, you had said something about it looks like a movie. Looks like a Star Wars movie made by a guy who grew up loving Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and and I think that that there's there's a great benefit to that. And say what you will about. His Star Trek movies. As as a kid growing up, I was more a Trek than a War. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's I get that. Um, and and I think it's mostly it's just because it's not that I didn't watch and over and over again the Star Wars movies because I totally did. I actually told Annie last night. This is my first time learning this. I really liked Ewoks. I had no idea. I made some casual allusion to Ewoks over dinner last night. Plus, like I really like Ewoks. What? I have no opinion on the Ewoks. Uh-huh. To be honest, with you. it was I just do. unexpected. Strong opinion for you I to come out and say them. I watched Ewok adventure I the movie until the VHS bra- broke. Yeah, the one that was just the thing with the. Thing. I had no idea. I'm learning uh-huh. new things about this woman every day. Um, uh-huh. But uh, but no, I, I was my my dad was more into Star Trek. So yeah, yeah. A lot of Star Trek. And um I thought the I thought Abrams' Star Trek movies were very clearly Star Trek through the lens of someone who really preferred Star Wars. Right. Yes, and when when exactly it was okay. first announced, like yeah. Jimmy was grumpy and said, like, I've already seen Abrams' Star Wars movie and it was called Star Trek. <laughs> so, but, You're not wrong. but I think yeah. I think that that's I think that that's right. But I think that, that, that I liked his interpretation of those things and I I liked I liked how that looked, but I'm super excited about the fact that it looks heavier and, yeah. and it looks very more grown up yeah. yeah and it's all everyone's doing something they're in a hurry they gotta the, get somewhere the first yeah. thing you Things see in the trailer is John Boyega um, the second thing you see in the trailer is Daisy Ridley mm-hmm. it's really great and I didn't hear the yeah. word trade embargo once yeah. no so <laughs> look cool at little like soccer ball R2 unit that yeah. was cool that was neat that was pretty good <clears throat> Bill oh. notes that he was disappointed in how photoshoppy everything looked but then again, they only just film, finished filming the damn thing less than a month ago. Did Bill um, watch the fake trailer? You <laughs> may have. I'm going to point out there that Bill Mudrin is probably much closer to the Star Wars Pulse than any of us in yeah. this room. I'm going to point that out. No, I, yes. I don't actually I, think he watched the trailer. I, 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 I would not. I would not. I was making a joke. 
I got you. But well, we did watch it on my Android, which I'm sure would make Bill cry if I. Oh, we watched that, it so. on the computer. Yeah. And like high def, we watched it on our phones. We watched it on the TV. It looks great. I don't know what Bill's yeah. talking about. Yeah. He's... Bill's just being a negative Nancy. <laughs> Wait, Bill Budrin <laughs> being a negative Nancy. This is I impossible. Know I don't know what you're talking about. He's the most positive yeah. person. I know. Yeah. No, yeah. Bill, Good Bill would have complaints about any Star Wars movie unless yeah. he was executive producer. <laughs> Which is valid. Speaking of things that Bill should have been ex- executive producer of, did y'all see the pan trailer? No. Whoa. I have no interest. So here's so. here's a little background on what I'm talking about. Our own Bill Mudrin, God, close to a decade ago, did a webcomic called Pan that was, ma- he did maybe 40 pages, that was a version of Peter Pan, uh, where, you know, the Lost Boys are kind of more, you know, rambunctious teens, and uh, he mixed in uh, mythical elements like the Greek gods, mm-hmm. and um, Captain Hook, quote unquote, was actually a pirate who was like, who was like a more grounded character, and all these other mm-hmm. things, and is an awesome project that he didn't have time and energy to can finish, much to my constant chagrin. He will now never be able to finish it because oh. this pan thing is basically like the shitty version of Bill's pan oh. project. Oh no! Uh, can we all agree that what we all thought Peter Pan needed was a gritty origin story? Because mm. we're getting it. Uh, it's got. What's can his we name? all agree that Hugh Jackman should never look the way he looks? Yeah, Hugh Jackman plays Blackbeard. The pirate, Why? and uh, he's—he looks like he's having a good time. He, he's wearing like those. He looks like costume. he loves musical theater. He does. He does. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, he does. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> Actually, the part of it that offended me the most was what's his name from Tron? Tron. Garrett Headland is that his name? Something mm-hmm. like that. Tron Boy, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, Tron Boy. With with this trailer, I'm like, okay, Tron Boy is officially the least compelling leading man in Hollywood. Mm. He was really mediocre in Tron, just in that your mm-hmm. eye just kind of slipped right off him whenever he was on screen. Mm-hmm. In this. He plays Hook, who's working with Peter in Neverland against what the a twist. What a twist. And uh, yeah, he's just, he's supposed to be kind of like this charismatic goofball, and it's just, your eyes just slip right off him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you can't, you can't hold my attention in like a minute and a half trailer. This doesn't bode well for a whole movie. Yeah. No. And then Mara Rooney plays uh, Tinkerbell. Yeah. Uh, Isn't there so. a white tiger lily too? Yeah. Oh wait, no, wait, she, she plays tiger. She's lily. tiger lily. Excuse yeah. me. I Not, saw that. Uh, mm. I, from what I heard, it sounds like instead of going with native stereotypes, they're making the like quote unquote natives on the island like carnival people or something. What? You know, you may as well. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Portray historically uh, accurate yeah. like Indian stereotypes, or yeah. just uh, avoid the whole first? Yeah, yeah. Which is why together. Tiger Lily is hell white. It's yeah. Joe Wright, the dude who did yeah. Atonement and shit. So mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. No. Not for us, but Not mostly I said Bill and email. I would like to point out that, like, you know, Tarsem made a Snow White movie and it was also terrible. So maybe, <laughs> you know. Oh. Well, be, all of Tarsem's movies are terrible. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Shut up. They're Neil. beautifully terrible. Listener of, husband of listener of the podcast, Neil, agrees with me. That's all that matters. <laughs> That's all I care about. Also, this week the Jurassic World trailer came out, and nope. <laughs> uh, just shaking her head. Conley of all, I think if we added and multiplied all of our enthusiasm about Jurassic Park times two, we still wouldn't equal no. Conley's no, Jurassic yeah. Park feelings. Yeah, I have very strong Jurassic Park feelings. I love Jurassic Park. I even liked The Lost World. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. Jurassic Park three, not so much. Sure, but. <clears throat> 
No. Yeah. Yeah. It was no. It here, pretty rough. It look like it it misses the point of why people would love yeah. Jurassic Park. It just it looks like it has no. It doesn't need park. to be a Jurassic Park movie. Like no. watching it, it feels like it yeah. could just be like Any some kind of dumb. Genetic. Like the the acting looked bad. Yeah. They're completely yeah. misusing Chris Pratt. Yeah. No. The dialogue was terrible. Chris Pratt should be the scientist. Yeah, he should be the yeah. the scientist. The goofy, who's the goofy yeah. scientist who screwed things up. Yeah, the, the effects didn't even look good. No, like it just didn't look good. I'm I'm. It's interesting that they're still doing the modified dinosaur plot. Because yeah. did y'all hear? I looked this up the other day, and I think it was like in 2007 that I read this, like the the original quote-unquote idea for the next Jurassic Park movie, which involved mad scientists in Germany making robo-dinosaurs with machine guns. <laughs> like, I would almost rather you go that there far. There was like a human-like dinosaur hybrid. Yeah. So, the, yeah. the one thing was... I will say with the the hybrid dinosaur or whatever making, it sounds like the thing for this dinosaur is they're using an idea that was in the Jurassic Park novel. Yeah. Not with it being a hybrid, but anyway. So it sounds like they're utilizing some more stuff from the book. Was it in Lost World? Not one for Lost World? I think it was in you know, the Jurassic Park novel. It, you it know, might have been in Lost World. Yeah, it might have been in Lost World, yeah. Genetically modifying something that's been dead for a really long time. <laughs> It's like, I don't know, like little, I, little dash of this. Like I, they've kind of already done that with yeah. the, the, you know, they, yeah, they, they filled the in the gaps yeah. of the frog DNA, and yeah. that's why they're not, like, completely right or anything, is because yeah. they're just kind of going off their best guess of dinosaurs. But uh, it's just too much. Yeah. I'm sad we didn't see more feathery dinosaurs. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people complaining about that, and I understand that. Poor. And I understand the reason that they're making that complaint, and that... Like, it's furthering the public's perception of dinosaurs as scaly monsters. However, personally, I'm glad that they went with the original um, designs from the first movie just because that's, like, consistency. consistency I just want to see a dinosaur with a really fat butt. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, like an enormous, like, Nicki Minaj size Everybody got a skinny skeleton. (laughs) Everybody got a skinny skeleton. It's, like, just big ass. Big ass dinosaur, go sit down. This is the Asasaurus. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris Pratt is able to be funny with it. So, yeah. it, it looks terrible. Yeah. Everything about it looks terrible. I'm sorry. I'll still go see it when it comes we'll out. Well, the thing Park, is, is that maybe but... we can be generous. So, yeah. the people who love Jurassic Park are going to go see a Jurassic right. Park movie. Maybe this trailer was meant to cater to a modern day audience uh, maybe. who maybe doesn't care enough Jurassic Park to go see it, but they will care enough to go see Chris Pratt look hunky and ride a motorcycle with his bro. So that, is, that is what completely turned me off. I know, that was like everything. the most cartoonish like thing. Like the, the fact that he's like part of the Raptor pack yeah. was like, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like... Ooh, it's special, special stuff. They would eat him. <laughs> they would. They Agreed. Would. In other news, continuing on Bill's week that was, uh, Michelle McLaren, one of the Game of Thrones directors, has signed on to direct and develop the Wonder Woman movie. Okay. That's interesting. Hmm. I'm not, I don't know what, like, I don't know what episode of of she wrote she or anything, because or they, they can be hit or miss. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I am happy it's a I woman. Think, I yes. feel like yeah. she also was involved with Breaking Bad. Hmm. Hmm. 
I want to say because I think I, I follow Ryan Johnson on Twitter. Yeah. Whatever and I think he was saying. Well, whatever that, pulls it away from the some of the co- the costuming concept stuff that I've seen yeah. recently for it. It's, it's all the director mm, doesn't I, mean you necessarily have creative control. Yeah. Like, I as much know, as wanna... but can we just be a loud bitch and get things done and make her awesome? Yeah. That's we can dream. Want. That we would be dream. great. Mm-hmm. That would be great. But it's supposed to tie in with this Man of Steel universe, <laughs> and Man of Steel is a piece of garbage. See, yeah. my my idea. I don't have a lo- I don't have a lot of feelings about Wonder Woman, except all I want out of a, a thing like that, and really, honestly, all I want out of a out of DC universe movies that I have not gotten is I want them to look like Alex Ross paintings. Yeah. I right. want them to just embrace the that that sort of being superhero, being superheroes, yeah. and not not necessarily like the. I get. I guess you could say it's more wholesome, but well, I, I, Alex Ross's Batman shit was rough. Like yeah. it's beautiful, but it's no, rough. They're terrified of that. But though. that that sort of gorgeous. I don't know. No, DC don't know. is just of, mishandling their properties. They're afraid of being right, silly but... and fun because they think people yeah. are just gonna laugh at them. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and I mean, you can do like gore, like gorgeous heavy shit. Yeah. And, yeah. and you, but you just have to have you have. I guess you have to have the emotional. Acumen. And they don't know what they're doing with their own characters? Yeah. No. Yeah. Ah. Oh, well. What's next? At least it's not, like, ex- at least Zack Snyder is directing it. Yeah. yeah that's something. Yeah. Let's take what we can, my friends. Uh, the Legend of Korra returned to TV with last Friday's episode. All remaining episodes should air on actual TV, unless Nickelodeon has another schizophrenic fit about the show. Hmm. This is fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. Pulled, weird. this season they pulled it, and they were like, well, we'll just broadcast it online. Then they randomly put it It makes no TV sense again. to only show part of the episodes on TV, because yeah. then anyone yep. tuning in on TV yeah. will be like, what is Well, what it's weird. This? And then they they pulled it from all online services where you could buy and it. they put it back. Mm-hmm. And then they put it back. It's just, they're being weird. weird. I don't understand. Like, it's just, it's strange that they let them have four seasons, but won't let it run out. There must be some sort of conflict going on. Something. That's the thing. I'm like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. Yeah. Like, TV, like, TV doesn't run this fast and loose with things they've invested in. Yeah. Yeah. There's gotta be some other story here that we're not hearing. Hmm. Maybe someday it'll come to the surface. Well, I wonder because from what I saw just anecdotally online, it seems like a lot of the Legend Core team now works at DreamWorks mm-hmm. and no longer Nickelodeon. So I wonder if there's some sort of, like, thing going on. I don't know. That's yeah. all I have to share. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> End of Annie's information. <laughs> Some dude is suing Disney and Lucasfilm for not letting him build and, and market a working X-Wing fighter. Hmm. He sued them because not only... Uh, here, let me see. Plaintiff seeks relief for a specific performance based on implied and factor contract for issuance of a license agreement from both Walt Disney Corporation Lucasfilm to Terrafugia Incorporated of the trademarked property T-65 X-Wing from Star Wars. Uh, let's see... The building of the premiere Wait, of okay. events. So he wants to sell them. Well, he wants to build one. Mm-hmm. And then he says he was going to have two minutes of airtime during a Florida State game to pitch the idea. If the plant- plaintiff needed to sum up this entire case in one sentence, it is this. Two executives of Disney Company are stalling the next evolution of human transportation <laughs> on this planet. And it must be an X-Wing. It must be an X-Wing. 
my yeah. gosh. <laughs> somebody... Maybe he could build something that's not an X-Wing. That's a sex wing. <laughs> so yeah. he was going to pitch a plan that, quote, this event would allow over 93,000 Star Wars fans to actually fly no, in a replica dude. X-Wing. That's a bad idea. That's a terrible idea. At the same time. The price of this experience was set to $10,000 per person. Or more than $93 million. To- no, it should be 930 Okay, so he wants to build their trademark, uh-huh. g- yeah. whatever, uh-huh. thing, and then charge money. Uh-huh. I don't know why they wouldn't let him do that. Yeah. I'm so confused. Well, I love the idea. It's like, well, Disney is holding back the future evolution <laughs> of human transportation. Don't make it a fucking X-Wing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or... Crib aspects of the design. That's well, that's what I'm saying. Not it's like, X-wing. why yeah. does he have to sue Disney for not letting him make an X-wing fighter? Because he's yeah. not. And, and yet he's saying he wants to market it as an experience. For yeah, fans. yeah. It's like, no, that's a bad idea. Disney doesn't want people flying jets around. Exactly. It's <laughs> a bad fucking idea. I want to die like the instant they set foot. Just make a theme park ride. It's yeah. a simulator. You'll Can be you fine. imagine being so convinced in how right you are that you will sue them over suing this? Disney? Uh, suing Disney. Suing a great the idea. Disney Corporation. I've seen a lot of that recently. Uh-huh. Oh, people smart. Okay. A copy of Shakespeare's first folio was discovered yeah. in a public library in France. Yes, it was. It's nuts. It looks beautiful. Uh, does anyone know anything about Emily this? Emily Carroll no. wants this is it. the downside of... No, yeah, okay. there's no Bill to explain Bill, it. nine times out of ten, hasn't known this stuff. Either. Um, I was like, yeah, I should have looked this up before the show! It's, it's, super, it's super stunning. Um, they, so was it just, It was just discovered in a library yeah, in France? it was just there. Hmm. You got a lot of stuff in a library. Well, did you see... I did not click this link, so here's me pulling a bill. Did you see that there was a painting that's been missing for 50 years? And yep. then Sor- Sorian was watching Stuart Little. I just read that article today. Why? Conley, tell us all yeah. about it. So there was a art historian who I don't remember what the... Like, who painted the painting. Yeah. Because I don't have that good of a memory. Is sure, but he was watching... I think it was some Hungarian painter. Okay. Like, yeah, a Hungarian detail. painter of some kind. Of, yeah. But the painting had been missing for, like, forever. Yeah. And he's watching Stuart Little with his kid... And this painting appears multiple times in the yeah. background. Yeah, it's a, just a prop on the yeah, set. Yeah, it's a prop on the set. <laughs> so he started writing letters to the people yeah. who worked on the movie, and he mm-hmm. finally tracked the painting down to, like, the set dresser, who had <laughs> found the painting for, like, 50 bucks at a, like, sale somewhere. That's amazing. Up and used it in the film. And then she liked it enough that she, like, took it kept home it. for herself yeah. afterwards and kept it. It's so adorable. They were able to, like, purchase it from her. And, you never, like, that's yeah. the sort of thing that sounds like it's just ridiculous yeah. but and how has it been so long like Stuart Little yeah. is not a recent movie no, no. well just because like he was watching it with his kids oh right. sure yeah the right, it was probably on Netflix or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's beautiful oh that's so good uh really important news mm. wave 13 <laughs> of Lego minifigures are coming in January Aww, including yeah. Bill Notes hot dog suit minifigures <laughs> <laughs> yes that wasn't what I was gonna mm-hmm. say that was most important most important is that Pitch Perfect 2 is coming out. Pitch Perfect 2 is coming out. That's pretty exciting. That's what I care about. We're pretty chuffed about that. Back to Lego. Okay. So I'm really excited about this new set because, yeah, there's a hot dog man, which is pretty good. But there's a sheriff. There's a sheriff, which is good for my Benton interest. There's a couple Uh good There's, like, a great, like, Mulan kind of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, There's some more spacemen. Mm -hmm. It's just good good shit. Actually, I'm really excited about this whole line. It's going to be really good. Awesome. Lego... Uh, launch again in January with all their stuff. And, tragically, to Portland area residents, 
They are replacing the iconic 25-year-old carpet in the Portland airport next year. With something... Bill notes, life is a holocaust. <laughs> with something Thank that you, doesn't Bill. look dissimilar. Yeah. No, but it looks worse. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it, looks it, looks, have, but... it looks more outdated. So what yeah. I'm wondering is if people that really love that carpet are just going to go start cutting up chunks. I'm yeah. sure well, they will. Well, if they're smart, they'll sell it. Yeah. yeah. They'll sell squares of it's the like, carpet. It's, it's the same colors. Yeah. It's the same general pattern. But it's a general looks busier more, design. Yeah, less geometric, yeah. more organic, but not in an appealing way. No. It almost looks like, when I first saw it, it makes it look more like canoes on a raging river, abstractly, but yeah. not well. No. I feel like they unveiled that a while ago. I, I feel like it's only just recently got in on because social media. Because people, yeah. people were basically like, you won't do that. Yeah. You won't put that terrible other carpet down. Yeah. yeah. Portland is very emotionally attached to it. They should have just, yeah. just made the entire... As like, you can just, tell by us talking about just, right. just make the entire airport red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Portland. Just refresh the car. Just put out new of the same design yeah. since everyone is yeah. so attached to it. And yeah. I'm sorry, it's we iconic. have the best yeah. damn airport. We have a we really do. good airport. I was just so commenting nice. on that to Jimmy. Like yeah. when we got back from Tokyo, we were like, yeah. this is the best airport. Like we came in and there was a man like playing live piano yep. music for yeah. everyone. Yep. Well, yep. We... Like good stores and restaurants and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I've been to the some airports airport. in my time. Vegas is the best people watching, but it's not a pleasant airport. Chicago. Chicago is one of the worst airports I've ever been in my life. Portland is so refreshing. It's wonderful. Just (sighs) let us keep our airport. Minneapolis, St. Paul is short. Just Portland things. Like being tall as I (laughs) am, I can reach up and touch the ceiling. Worst San Diego. Yeah, San Diego's airport's rough. Yeah. San Francisco's is good. LaGuardia is terrifying. Yeah. Because the you have to take off um, the airport the, the runway is short mm-hmm. and you take off over the water. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, do you know what's super fun? Is the feeling that you get when you're probably like an aircraft like an air carrier, like aircraft carrier fighter, and you drop when you go yeah. off because you got such a short distance. Yeah. Yeah. You drop a little. Do you want to do that in a seven forty seven? No. Nope. Your stomach makes makes intimate sensual contact <laughs> with your esophagus. It's Blah. disgusting. It's not fun. No, thank you. Blah. Don't go to LaGuardia. Just go to JFK. Sad about our airport. I now the airport. the airport selfie, like the airport carpet selfies, are going to be. It's going to be a lot of people same. flipping off the new carpet. Yeah, <laughs> I think probably so. Actually, take it to one going to revolt. Oh, like no, no real issue is going to get them up in arms. So the moment they replace that carpet, there's going to be riots. In Portland hates fluoride, <laughs> loves our carpet. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> this that's... is our state. God damn it! Good job, uh-huh. us. Well, friends, as always, this is the Boy Howdy Podcast. We're at Boy Howdy Podcast on Twitter. Boyhoudypodcast.com is our website. We're going to take a break and then be back for some Dragon Age Inquisition spoilers. Oh yeah, yeah. Sarah was never an agreeable girl Her tongue tells tales of rebellion But she was so fast and quick with her bow No one quite knew where she came from Alright friends, this is the assembled assembly of assembled heralds Whoa. of Andraste. Uh-huh. Uh, we are here to discuss more Dragon Age Inquisition spoilers. Last week I discussed it a little bit with Bill uh, and Foley both, but I was only a scant 30 hours in the game at that point. Mm. Not even 80 hours of the game uh-huh. and still not done. Still not so done. feel pretty good about talking about it now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, also at the time, frankly, I had not, uh, I was starting to come to its charms, but it's still not fully joined Inquisition. I was not team right. Inquisition emotionally. Yeah. I think I was still resenting it a little bit for not being Dragon Age 2. 
which I know is unique to me. Unique uh, to us. Uh, but mm-hmm. the, the grandeur of the game is not necessarily what I want from a Bioware game. It's but not anyway. A, not enough Isabella. <laughs> well. And her plunging necklines. Oh, you know me so well. Yeah. <laughs> Where you're just like, you're just like throwing your dagger down, hoping that she'll bend over and pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I play these games. Now we're 80 hours in. I fully drunk the Kool-Aid. I love Dragon yeah, Age. Wonderful. It's wonderful. It's too. really good. Oh, it's so me good. Too. So Foley and I, I are about playing. 60 hours in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Foley and I are playing a um, a rogue Kunari named Azala Adar, mm. who is an archer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are y'all doing? I am also a female rogue Kunari. Mm-hmm. You yeah. are. That's her name. You're with daggers, though, right? Yes, with daggers yeah. rather than bow. Mm-hmm. Um, Vara Adar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm playing a female Kunari mage <laughs> named uh, Fedra Adar. Nice. Yes. I like that we. It seems like the majority of people that I know I online like it's so many people. are taking advantage of being able to be a Kunari. Fuck yeah. yeah, it's like a pleasant majority. And yeah. honestly, everyone I know is a lady Kunari at that. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to start another play. Oh, I can't wait because I yeah. want to go outside a little bit. Yeah, it's been no, it's too cold outside. Don't go outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. True. we got a whole winter to get through. <laughs> yeah, true. But uh, I'm really excited about doing another playthrough as a dude Kunari. Actually, mm-hmm. as a beast, an actual beast man warrior. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty good. That'd be a do Kunari archer would be kind of hilarious because it's like, mm-hmm. no, wait, guys, I'm just gonna hang it back. back. Yeah, <laughs> you we got know. this. Yes, you, you take care of the spells. I, if given the option to be a woman in a game, I will never be a man. Yeah, and I have never made a male shepherd. I have mm-hmm. never made a male character in any previous Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. Never made a male boss in Saints Row, mm-hmm. but. This is gonna be the first game that's gonna be make me make a dude because you because want I want to be Dorian. Yeah, I love Dorian so much. Dorian's I am awesome. surprised by how much I love Dorian. Me too. I love me him. too. Dorian actually may be my favorite character in this mm-hmm. game, and I'm yeah. sad because I don't. I think that I don't get to do his mission. I think you missed it. Oh, I think no. I missed it. So I gotta make it again just to be my Dorian yeah. playthrough. Oh. Yeah. I think this is our canon. Harold, except for the lack of Dorian. Yeah, because yeah, I am not, we are not going back We're not loading. Hours. Yeah, because no. that was about 60 hours ago. No. That's when I did yeah. that mission. Nope. Um, yeah, Dorian is a delight. There are some, in games, there are some barks you hear over and over again. Um, and there's, in this game, whenever you hit a magical element, if you have a mage in your party, but your mage is a primary person collected, selected, and you try to instigate this magical thing, Dorian says, perhaps it needs... The magical touch, <laughs> and I could listen to him say that all it's, day. It's, it's such it's his it's voice so acting good. is so yeah. good. His performance yeah. is fantastic. His character design is really oh, fantastic. He's, such, a punk. he's yeah. such he's such an interesting character because we haven't gotten to know many people from Tevinter before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So his perspective is so different, and yet in a lot of ways so similar. Yeah, because he's a not very Tevintery Tevinter mage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like he is he. This game is interesting because every, Dragon Age has always been like this, but in this game in particular, it's a bunch of outsiders mm-hmm. and people who are, um, for one reason or other, isolated from their culture. Mm-hmm. Like, so you have Dorian, who's cast out. You have, uh, you Iron, have Bull. Iron Bull. Iron who Bull, who, 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 at the start of the game... Yeah, I guess is, it depends on what choice you make. Well, yeah. starting at the beginning of the game, he's, he's been Hasseroth, but he's kind of... It's understood... He's been away from his people for a long time. Yeah, yeah and it's kind of kinda. understood that he shouldn't yeah. come back. Yeah. 
you know. So he's he's still working with the coon, but he's not really of the coon anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He knows that, and, and the coon already know that. You have Sarah, who's a self-loathing elf. Mm-hmm. You have Cassandra, who's having to deal with the Seekers. Yeah. Blackwall is the last, pretty much the last warden. Uh, yeah. And he's very isolated even before that. Yeah. Um, who else you got? Liliana. Liliana, well, she's poor Liliana has always been alone. Mm-hmm. Cullen is a Templar struggling with Templars because it's a bad time for Templars. Mm-hmm. Varric is Varric. Varric mm-hmm. has always been outsider Varric's, because yeah, he's very, a surface mm-hmm. dweller and yeah, part of blah, blah, blah. Uh, Cole is right. a spirit question mark. Mm-hmm. struggling with that duality between human mm-hmm. and Solus only likes to talk about himself. Yeah, Solus yes, is really isolated because I don't give a shit about him and I never talk to him. <laughs> he spends Vivian... his time in the, in the fade. Yeah, yeah. And, and Vivian so, yeah. is, uh, is, oh, yes, is not isolated. She, no, but she's fascinating because she's isolated from the mages because she is part of the mages and part of the circle, but she does not believe in their rebellion. By her own choice, because she's in a position of power and she doesn't yes. want to lose that position. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah, totally. it's like when, yeah. you, when you hit on her as a woman and she says, oh, darling, what would that benefit me? Yeah. yeah. And that's exactly what it all boils down to, is yeah. like, what would benefit yeah. her? Yeah. You know? Which, so, still, which still makes her an outsider. So it's, mm-hmm. it's nice that it is a large group mm-hmm. of, you know, Is shits. that everybody? I think that's everybody. Yeah. That's everybody. Have yeah. you guys done Blackwall's personal mission yet? Have we? I don't think you have. I'm, I feel like I've missed a lot of personal missions. I was just talking to Foley about this. I feel like I've done some... I've done... Like, there are fetch quests you can do yeah. for everybody. And I've done all of those. I just did Varric's personal mission. Mm-hmm. I just did something that felt like Cole's personal mission, but it also felt very light. What was it? Uh, getting amulet. his amulet. Yeah, that was it. Uh, I don't think I've done... I don't feel like I've done Cassandra's personal mission... Uh, or Dorian's. Yeah, Jimmy just did Cassandra's. Yeah. Or, um, uh, I don't <laughs> feel like I've done any, I don't feel like I've done Sarah's. Like, we did one where it was very light really? with her. No, I think you, I no, know that it, they, they are. The personal story missions are like, it's not like a long quest of the Well, I thought Varric's was nice and meaty. Yeah. Merrick's is really but Sarah's, Sarah's really was as simple was as simple as she is. Yeah. It was as simple as, an, oh, yeah. I think, but it was as simple as her letting her knee some dude in the face. Okay, did she kill the dude in yours, too? Yeah. yeah. I think I'm the only person I've talked to who she did not murder the dude. Whoa, 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 what? Did you tell you her not to? Her? Well, we went to go talk to the guy, mm-hmm. and she's like, stop talking to him. Not that seriously. She just says, like, don't talk to this guy. And then, like, I kept asking him a question, and she goes, like, don't talk to this oh, guy. Oh, you kept talking to him? No. Oh. I was like, okay, I'll stop talking to him if that's what you want. And you're like, we're gonna go, but he's gonna go to he like he's gonna go too, and so he like left, and she was really mad huh. at me. Yeah. yeah, no, no. But when we came back, she's like, "Why'd you let him get away?" And I was like, "I'm just doing the best I can, man. I'm sorry." And she's yeah. like, "Oh, oh yeah, she got okay. pissed at me too." Yeah. But like, I was just, I wanted to like actually hear what he had to say. Like, yeah, yeah. what well, could you even do for me, guy? So yeah. Jimmy kept talking and, to, and him. I was like, okay. And then I was like. Well, you've heard a lot of innocent people here, so we're gonna pass. And then she like went off and killed the guy. So he and let I didn't... her beat the yeah. shit. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, she yeah. Throttled him. No, right. Yeah. So you let her. Oh, that means let her keep going. Yeah, yeah. Well, because, because because my reaction to it was exactly. I, I feel this yeah. is why I like Sarah. Sarah is like aspects of myself. Mm-hmm. So when I was like Annie's kind of talking to him, I was like, and I looked at Annie and went, "Fuck this guy." I was like, "Just let her do whatever she's gonna do to him." 
she only had to tell you to stop talking to him once. Yeah. And you went, all right, Sarah, all right, go for it. And you basically let her off the leash and then she yeah. pummels him and then she's like, all right, I think he's a spot now. And she's like, yeah, it felt really good. Oh, no, it's really gross because the, 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 the Inquisitor's line was, all right, you're making wine out of him now. Yeah. And Sarah was like, oh, it makes us gross. Yeah. <laughs> stop. Yeah. So you guys let her do it. Jimmy didn't, but she did it anyway. And I listened to her and was like, all right, I'm going to stop talking, but we're going to go. Huh. So Interesting. Yeah. Oh, this game. Mm-hmm. I don't... I don't feel so. I went to the the Storm Coast <coughs> yeah. and saw where Dorian had or Dorian where Blackwall had his memory, but that was that was the most Blackwall-y thing I've done. He like picks up his, his badge, basically. What are you pointing at, fully? Christmas tree. Christmas tree. We're, we're talking about. We are. Uh, uh, no, you have not done. I want to talk to you about mission. Dorian's mission, though. I, I want to do really Dorian's good. mission. So I want to talk about Dorian's mission a lot. We're not spoiling you guys. And I want to talk to you about Blackwell's personal mission too. So wait, you, Jimmy hasn't done. I didn't. That wasn't his personal mission that I did, where I go and find his badge. There's something else. Okay. All right. Damn it. Yeah. And I feel kind of frustrated because I feel like I'm playing this game very thoroughly. Yeah. And I'm mad that I'm missing whatever these small triggers are. I think you might have to... I don't know about for Dorian. Not uh-huh. for Dorian. But for Blackwall, you might have to do another story thing or something Maybe. like that. And yeah. just make sure to go talk to him in between, like, everything. Yeah. Well, I talk to everybody all the time. Yeah, that's why I'm the really... Because there'll right? be times yeah. that I'm I'm pretty sure I've, like, exhausted my conversation stuff, and then, like, I'll come back to them after going out and doing a couple more things, and, like, they'll have something to say, or it'll start, like, a cutscene or sure. something like that. I wish yeah. there was a better indicator. Yeah. Because, yeah. really, there's no way of knowing but, it like, without going all Like, over if you go to the map yeah. and they're, like, bright. Yeah, yeah, just something. Go, 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 go. You I know, know you yeah. could make the argument of that that like somehow makes weakens the intimacy of blah blah blah. But no, I hate tea. But it's like going back and talking to everybody every time. Area, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of people to talk to spread out over. Yeah. So one thing that ever since we played Saints Row three, we fell in love with our boss voice, who's voiced by this excellent voice actor named Laura Bailey. She does a really great job. She's been in some other stuff, but we've always wanted her to be a voice in a Bioware game, game, specifically to be our default protagonist voice. Mm. We really love her performance. And I was kind of sad that she wasn't... I was really hoping irrationally that she would be one of the defaults in Dragon Age. She's not. But instead, she did show up as Bianca, Mm -hmm. which made me so happy. Uh, uh, Jimmy, have you done Varric's quest? No, no, no. Yeah, but yeah. Call me, I did. Me then I don't. I want to talk about it, but I want to be a dick about it because it's really great. Yeah, but right. I'll just I say mean, we can Bianca talk about it. No, 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 no. Jimmy doesn't care as much about. No, but there's like there's the one thing that I really want to talk about is the part that I really would lose something by. It's a casual little thing. Yeah, I don't want you All to miss right. it. So, anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm really, I've really come around to this game. I was worried at first because none of these people felt like my friends, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now I really feel attached to them. A friend of mine recommended going out into the world with both Bull and Vivienne. Yes, and their chat is amazing. She's like. I'm going to get you a new eye patch. We're going to get rid of that dusty old thing. Like, we're going to figure out a way, an outfit for you when I take you to court that just shows off those excellent breasts. <laughs> it's just like so good. He's like, tell me about this coat. And, and, well, and he's, he's so used to being in control. He's, he's used to being yeah. the alpha. And it's great because the minute, the first conversation they have. He calls her Viv and she's like, mm-mm. 
Yeah, uh-huh. she just shuts him down. And he realizes that he's not the alpha dog. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then so he ends up good. calling her. She gives him some suggestions as to what he should call her. And he calls her. He says, yes, ma'am. And uh-huh. she goes, ma'am. That's good. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so he calls her ma'am. From and so it's like, out. he's just totally submissive to her. And like, very respectful. And like, doesn't pull shit ever. Whereas everybody else, he flirts mercilessly. Yeah, flirts yeah. with Cassandra. Yeah. Flirt, him flirting with Cassandra's great. And Cassandra's just like, no. No, that nothing. is another character that I ended up liking way more than I thought I would. Cassandra. Cassandra. I love I'm, Cassandra. Cassandra is my best friend. Yeah, I love Cassandra. She is, Cassandra. in Mass Effect, I could never romance Tali because Tali was my best friend. Mm-hmm. And having a spa- like having girlfriends is important to me. So, uh, yeah, Cassandra is my best friend. Dude, and I great. really she love her awesome. innocence. Mm-hmm. Like, she's so tough and so strong, but so innocent. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah. Uh, we There's a thing that you run across where uh, you find out that she loves Varric's books. Yes. yes. And that she specifically loves his trashiest, shitty... She herself says, it's literature. Smutty literature. Yeah. <laughs> and has- it's... You see the cover of it, and it's very clearly a fictionalized... Aveline. Uh, Aveline from Dragon yes. Age 2. I love it. I love that he's writing romance novels about yeah. Aveline. So Dirty good. romance so novels. Yeah. <laughs> Probably just to piss her off. Yeah. <laughs> just to fuck with her. Probably. It's so good. Yep. Like, Varric openly says, he's like, these are the worst books I write. Yeah. It's so great that she loves them. Uh, yeah. it's, oh, it's so good. She loves it so much. That Drag- was so fun. Like, honestly, I felt like but that was a gift to me from Bioware. That yes. whole sequence is so good. Yeah. I actually had to, like, pause the game and shout delight. Yeah. You did it a couple times. I did. So I good. I, yeah, times. I love Cassandra. And, like, normally yeah. I'm, um, you know, like, it's not that I dislike those characters, but the characters who are, like, in pursuit of, like, justice. Yeah. And, yeah. like, she's really into, like, the church. And I, yeah. like, I don't uh, yeah. I have too many I, names. I thought I was going to not like her. I, yeah. So I thought that I was going to feel, like, I, you know, in Dragon Age 2, she's kind of a presence that I was mm. completely ambivalent about. Sure. And I thought that I was just going to not like her that much. Mm-hmm. And I love Cassandra. I was on board yeah. the instant she threw out the book. She's like, we're fucking doing this. We're yeah. having an inquisition. This is happening. Yeah. yeah. She's great. Yeah. But I, yeah. I, I realized while playing Inquisition, um, I had never considered myself a Dragon Age fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoyed the hell out of Dragon Age 2, mm-hmm. but I hated Origins. It just mm-hmm. really glanced right... I didn't hate it. It glanced right off me. I really liked Alistair. Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't like it fully, partially because you hated it so much. It was mm-hmm. hard for me to enjoy it. When I'm you sorry, it so but much. I did. But um, the uh, this game made me realize that, of course, I would really like Dragon Age because it's all about people who are trying to live lives of service and sacrifice struggling with faith mm-hmm. and variety of, of varieties of faith yeah. mm-hmm. and inter internecine conflicts and stuff like mm-hmm. that which is just delicious candy to me uh-huh. it's so good <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm like yes tell me more lore dump about your faith yes uh-huh. <laughs> tell me about the coon oh i'm uh-huh. into it <laughs> mm, what kind of a t- uh, andraste are you Alright. <laughs> Super good. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Yeah. And seeing how it all goes goes together. Yeah. yeah. I like the, the gameplay in Origins was not fun. No. But I really liked the story in Origins. And mm-hmm. I had the same thing you were kinda of talking about with Inquisition in Origins, where when it started out, I was like, I don't like any of these people and yeah. they don't like me. Yeah. But by the end of the game, 
like they had all grown on me in this really satisfying like I have bested you all in the game of friendship <laughs> and you all love me now we're yeah. BFFs and like I like I liked them all by the end of the game except yeah. for Liliana See, but with Origins they all could have died yeah. except for Alistair and Morgan and that would have been fine yeah I, well those are the two best obviously yeah. fucking Sten yeah fucking what was the name of the drunk dwarf yeah. Auburn uh, or, yeah yeah I I love uh, Morgan and Alistair. Yeah. yeah. Um, Zevran's fine. Uh, Liliana was not my favorite, but mm-hmm. she's had really good character growth in this game. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I I like I like her in this game. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to ask: Did y'all go Templars or mages? Mages. Mages. Yeah. Mages. Yeah, I, we did I don't too. know anyone that went Templars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think because, you know, it's it's obviously, you get shut down by them so quickly. They're so yeah. Yeah. That it's just like, well, jerks about and it. And yeah. I would rather have the Templars mad at me than the mages mad at yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. fucking Templars, like, if anyone disagreed, they would just walk away. Yeah. That's all yeah. they had to do. I yeah. feel like um, it, the Inquisitor, by default, is a uniter, is mm-hmm. trying to unite against this larger threat. Yeah. So it just made sense to me that if you're a uniter you go to the outcasts yeah. yeah and you make an alliance alliance with those outcasts to make it clear that you don't care about the current state yep. of the world yep. that you're you're motivated in protecting the future yeah, yeah definitely so, mm-hmm. yeah it's i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know all i know is we've killed like 19 dragons yeah <laughs> I, I killed my fourth dragon today. Did you do any more story missions? I am right now in the middle of the fancy ball. Okay. Oh, I just finished the fancy ball. I just yeah. started it. Yeah. I have regrets, actually, because... So I'm an archer, and I started the ball just because I was interested in how they would act at the ball. Invited um, Sarah, my girlfriend, because oh, no. I wanted to dance with her. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Dorian and Vivienne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now I'm realizing there's going to be actual combat in this, and I'm mm-hmm. two arches and two mages. I have no heavies at all. I restarted that mission halfway through. Yeah. Because I kind of like figured out what I was doing halfway through. It was like, I can do this better. So yeah. So like just went back yeah. to a previous save. Because I always keep like 10 saves that I rotate around. Let's, let's give it a shot. Yeah. The thing is, is that I already restarted this once. Yeah. Okay. So I got like, a little confused, but I was like kind of half asleep. I was like, oh. Yeah. Jimmy I'm stayed up until really 3 a.m. last night. Yeah. I, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. But, I yeah. I I'm saying the right thing. There's uh, a part of me where I'm like, we need to shut this down so that Annie yeah. can finish Dragon Age. Yeah. I feel like, how Conley, how close am I? How many big story missions are there to the end of the game? Because I feel like I'm kind of getting there. You're almost there. Yeah. Um, after you finish this one, uh-huh. um, one more like big one will open up. Uh-huh. And then there's a little thing. Uh-huh. And then it'll open up the last big one. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting really there. close. Which, I want you to finish this. The 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 Orlesian ball that you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Because of some keep decisions that you made. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in what will show up. How that will play out mm-hmm. differently. Than what I have. Yeah. Orange, your hmm. feet are so soft. Orange Kitten has crankily been uh, soaking up our warmth during this entire podcast. Mm-hmm. She's oh, curled gosh. up in between it's me really and really cute. Her little head's like on Foley's hand. Yep. Yeah, it's adorable. So something something with a, a choice was brought to me after I got back from the ball involving Cassandra and Liliana. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I... 
You guys rape a butthole type. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very, it's not, it's a very interesting oh, thing. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. The other day when I was like, I'm having problems with the decision and yeah. I need to talk to you about it, but you're not there yet. That's what I'm having problems with. I'll talk to you about it when we leave. So yeah. this is adorable yeah. because Conley and Jimmy actually own two PlayStation 4s. So <laughs> they're each playing it, which I am actually excited about because that means that once we all finish this stuff, we can right, play then we can do some together, together, which will yeah. be good. But Foley and I are kind of... doesn't have her own PS4. (laughs) Well, maybe that's what Foley can get for Christmas. There we go. (laughs) Foley can get um, practical things and a television and a PlayStation 4. Yeah. 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 Uh, The the thing is, is that where I think that is interesting... See, I think that's great and that it's cool that you guys both get to play your own games, make your own decisions. But on the other hand, I really love sharing Bioware games with Foley. Like, going through that together is a huge part of our relationship. All the week-long argument we had about who we should date. Oh my god. So Foley and I had an an actual, like, we argument. Have an, okay, and what's funny... It was, you know how sometimes you argue and you're not really saying how at mad you are? Yeah. Or you're not really confronting it. Like, it's fine. It's fine. And then yeah. you just go on with your life. And then I've a couple never days heard later, Colby say anything last, like that. The last, last two things that we've argued about have been art... And a Bioware game. Wait, what did uh-huh. we argue about art? Well, it's a thing I don't want to get into. Okay, but fine. I'm glad that you've blacked it I, out. I totally get it. terrible. Oh, you mean my the art that I wanted that you hated. And you <laughs> yeah, still hate, yeah. but it's okay because I love it and I got it. <laughs> and maybe one day you'll fall down and, and tear it. it. And then you won't um, see it anymore. So, no. And then the last time that we argued like that was uh, Tali and Legion during yeah, uh, Mass Effect. Yeah, during Mass Effect. That was yeah. the last... Where you, like, you straight up had, like, said, a bitch, I saved. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I'll, I saved. We can do whatever you want. I can always load again. Jimmy and I were playing separate games I, with Mass Effect 3. I was playing while he wasn't at home. Yeah. So I was all alone. Yeah. So I paused the game at that point for literally half an hour mm-hmm. of just sitting there being like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I broke down and went to yeah. go look it up online. <laughs> And I was like, what's going to happen to me on what I pick? But that didn't help because the game was so new that the guides were all malformed. And it was like, well, in order to do this right, you have to have done all these things in previous games. But we're not sure exactly what yet. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know if I did this. (laughs) So then it was worse. Well, at least in that moment, we were both worried about our best best friend, Tommy. Like, that was the end of of the day. We were united in that. We were united in that, but I was also... Yeah. I was also like, don't treat Legion like a dick. Yeah. Don't treat Legion like a dick. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't. So in Dragon Age Inquisition, Foley does not remember this, but we were united in agreeing that we would always hit the flirt button. You had told me to hit the flirt button every time. You did. You did. Yeah, until Blackwall sad dadded you into wanting to get a man job. <laughs> I really like Blackwall, Fuck. actually. Uh-huh. Blackwall. Foley hates Blackwall. And it is really hard not to romance Blackwall. Yeah, yeah because he's so he's fucking sad needy. and desperate. And I want to pleasure him. I really want you to do Blackwall's story mission. Oh. Personal, personal mission. Oh. I really want to... I, I want that. Are we give him... <laughs> no! Foley's like, he's too much of a sad dad. No! Sad da- dads deserve handjobs too. No, they don't. That's all What pocket do. pussies so, are for? Anyway, full... I... I I just kind of like it, I was pursuing Blackwall. I'm like, okay, sure, this is what's happening, and I was fine with it. Fully was so not into that, but wouldn't tell me not to do it because she felt like that wasn't fair. Because 
when we were playing Mass Effect, she locked me into a relationship with Liara while I was in the bathroom. <laughs> it was fine, but we did not talk about it because there's a certain point in Mass Effect where if you've done enough stuff yeah. and Liara's there, really you can advance your comp- your relationship from zero to 90 in 15 minutes. Yeah. Which she did while I was in <laughs> the room. You shouldn't take that long in the bathroom. <laughs> so it wasn't actually that long. But anyway, so, so Foley felt guilty because she's like, I made you be gay before. Without your consent. <laughs> I should not let you be gay again. But meanwhile, I'm like, I don't want to play this game that you and I both share with you resenting that I'm smooching Beardatron. Sad dad. Sad dad. <laughs> so I'm now pursuing Sarah. <laughs> I win! I win! I win! I know yeah, what your feelings uh, are. Yeah. She is she, actually, I actually really great. I really like her character design. No, I, I like yeah. her character. Yeah. I wish she was like 10% less wacky. Yes! Me too. That's why I can't move her. I, I like, yeah, I like her character design a lot. I think she's a very interesting character. Yeah. I like her as a character, but she is too mentally and emotionally unstable and stunted for me to romance her. Like I told I, Annie yeah. Foley, it would feel like I was banging an eight year old. Because she it's is really mentally... like stubbing a whoopee cushion. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like mentally damaged women. That's what she's with me. It works out. <laughs> no, I, I really do like her and I like her sweetness. And we were talking about it and it makes sense for our Inquisitor because Sarah grounds her. Mm-hmm. And like like for all the gravity and importance of who she is and what she's doing, there's always Sarah who's always focusing on the little people and frankly is always helping you keep things in perspective by just being goofy little shit. Yeah. It's very yeah. sweet and nice for our Inquisitor. I get that. But my, my Inquisitor was is like a little person technically. Yeah. Like, like they came from shit and yeah. She's handled her own way. Yeah. And she doesn't have to be an insane person to do it. Yeah. And Sarah doesn't necessarily like her that much because she's a mage. Yep. Yeah. So. Sarah is hilarious because she's so anti X, Y, and Z. Like, she's really into Kunari. She has total Kunari fetish, which she should. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, if you are an elf. No. You have an uphill battle. (laughs) If you're a mage, mage, you have an uphill battle. Yeah. It's just, she, I, I didn't even think about that because we literally showed up. She's like, <laughs> and clings nope, to you, like your legs. Yeah, she yeah. did that to me too, but yeah. I just like, nope. oh. She yeah. has, she's made one comment on my frame and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. Oh, nope. Sarah. It's a constant. I have Iron Bowl, which I'm like, again, surprised that you're not going for Iron Bowl. So here's my thing with Iron Bowl. Uh-huh. I love Beastmen. Yeah, that's why I'm surprised. Really on Team Beastmen, and I feel like I should date Iron Bull because I want to vote for Beastmen, so there will be more Beastmen options. But he's just too. When I first show, when Similar? I first met him, well, okay, there's two things. There's one that I'm the big Kunari who really loves her bros and wants to have mm-hmm. a drink and hang out and you know get laid. That's mm-hmm. me. Okay, mm-hmm. and B. Uh, he was a little too smarmy when I first met him, or at least I felt that way. Just one too many <laughs> ride shuckles. And I'm just like, oh, fuck this guy. Now I love him. Yeah. And now, had I not locked into Sarah, I would actually be kind of tempted to romance yeah. Iron Bull because I really like him. I, Except for the sake of my marriage, I would not. Yeah, I am going to romance you. Sarah forever. Yeah. 
I, it's you that I'm surprised. It's not Wing Eyebrow. Not fully. Not <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's this not is a family-played game. Yeah. And sometimes it's someone's birthday, and someone gets what they want. Uh-huh. Forget that. Yeah. <coughs> Since yeah. you're probably never going to make a save in which you blew Iron Bowl, can I tell you someday about it, or do you want it to be a surprise I, for what? the Sunday that do. you maybe do? I need... Okay. Y'all need to plan a trip with Foley. Uh-huh. Take her away. <gasps> so oh, let's I can, go to Disneyland. I can, oh, man. No. I know. I'm kidding. I would, then I'd have time to play through Dragon Age twice uh-huh. and romance Blackwall and romance Aaron. How many days do you need? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, well, let's put it this way. We, I've been <coughs> off for a week and I haven't even beat it once. So well, two weeks? Since it won't be your big playthrough, you don't have to true. do all the side quests. That's true. Probably be it in like 40 hours. All this is just all banging. Yeah. All yeah. <laughs> She's cruising for <laughs> schmoozing. That's yep. it. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, but I just have to do it while Foley's not here. It's fully said. She's like, you can do it. I just won't care or be emotionally involved. That's what I said. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that is literally well, no, what I said. No, no. Which I, I, I was understand. Like, totally. That was, that was, I was like, you can you can totally woo sad dad. Just <laughs> know that I think he's boring and that it will it will, it will will mean that I don't give a shit. And I'll just, I have a comic to work on. I'll go draw. You pretty good still dancer. I'll have say to that. romance Garrus in Mass Effect 3 because it's the <laughs> best romance in the whole wide <laughs> game. No, because we romance Liara. We're I'm loyal to her. I'm saying you have to go back and do another one with Garrus. <laughs> you messed up. I did. I did. See, I and I and I am different. And I feel that it's very sweet when you don't. And then he and Tolly hook. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Carly doesn't make still, any sense. Carly, Carly, it was my birthday. <laughs> Fully has to get everything that she wants. Romantically in Bioware games. Oh, it's fine. For her birthday. You know what I was thinking about today? What? I So Bioware said that their next game is some sort of dumb co-op sci-fi modern day sort of thing. Okay. I was thinking about it because I was thinking about how as much as I'm enjoying Inquisition, the I like the regions you unlock, but at the end of the day, the narratives in those regions feel a little disconnected to me mm-hmm. from the main story of the game, the main thrust of the game. Like, I'll do them. But I, especially now that I'm getting on in the game and I'm kind of glancing at my watch and going, sure, I'll help you in Empress de Leon. Sure, I'll yeah. kill these guys, whatever. At this point, I'm less emotionally attached to these side things. Yeah. I was thinking about it. I'm like, my perfect game would basically be kind of like a Red Dead-like Western, but with Bioware sensibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's like one pretty tight region mm-hmm. and the p- people like connected in it in a, like a western sort of thing. I know this is surprising nobody. But like to have the stakes be small is something that I really like in games. That's why mm-hmm. I like in Dragon Age 2. And that's why Fallout New Vegas is my favorite Fallout game. Mm-hmm. Because I like having a small place where everything feels connected mm-hmm. and important. And that's what I want. Also, I want them to have cowboys that I can kiss. Uh-huh. There you go. So, and, I want, and I want a pony. And I want a pony. ice cream. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. What have you guys been, what's your mount been? Yeah. I'm one of the, uh, Dracolisks. Okay. Yeah, and they're too weird, weird looking. They are weird. I've Y'all are wizard a, friends. I've just had so. a horse most of the time. You've had a horse? I had one yeah. of the crazy, like, elf. The hearts? We no, roll. not a heart. It was like, we, we got like, we roll, we roll nug deep 
Yeah, we got a mug. We got. So you know how in Orlais or in uh, what is the big Orlais city you go to? Valrio. Valrio. Yeah. There's the guy on the second floor who's like, I have this ten thousand. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, what's in it? You're like, oh, you don't get it to have it. Well, it's a giant nug statue, and you take it back to uh, Uh, Skyhold, and they're like. Okay, well, we're doing some nug research, and they find these giant. You can then do a, a mission on yeah. the table yeah. that's like investigate this nug issue, and you get big and then nug, you get big nugs, <laughs> and it's like, it's like, and I'm like, oh, this could be useful for any sort of sexual endeavor because uh-huh. the nugs are quite wide. Uh-huh. Not sex with nugs. I'm just saying, <laughs> make you more limber. Oh, <laughs> you from riding the nut. Yeah. It makes your legs wider. Okay, I was really alarmed by that. <laughs> <laughs> Nugs do have weird hands. That's all I was thinking. I'm like, what are you saying? You know what? You know what? I regret everything I said directly after saying it. We did put the iron bull because you can get your party to get on yeah, your, you your mouch. Oh man. We did yeah. put the iron bull on it and it was hilarious. Just 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 giant bull. nug, giant man, legs wide you know spread. What's, you know what's the best in life? What? Iron bull riding a nug. Uh-huh. That's the best. I want good. I want a holla. Yeah. Do you ever get a holla at any point? I no. Think you, are you sure? I just did a mission where I got a Dalish dude, this golden hollow, oh, yeah. and his pain in the ass. I'm like, well, surely the reward for this will be a golden hollow as my stag. Yeah. Not. All right, I'm taking a regular white hollow. Do you have, yeah. like, their complete favor? Yeah. Then, yeah. And, like, one came back to Skyhold with you and everything? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I went back and talked to them. What the fuck is wrong with my Inquisition not doing these things for me? I don't got no Dorian. I don't got no Hala. This is wank. The Dorian side thing is good. Yeah, I really want to talk to you about it. I'm so mad. It's like, He's my best friend. So in this game, my best friends are Dorian, Cassandra, and the Iron Bull has become a bro, but he's got his friends. He's busy. Right. Dorian and Cassandra, though, they're all. Cassandra, Mm -hmm. Varric, and Dorian. I'm actually pretty good friends with Solus in my game. I am not. Because we talk a lot about spirits and the And he's into that. As soon as you talk about him, I know. It's like, oh, you want to talk about my interests? His personal thing was pretty sad, though. Yeah. See, I don't care. I hate his dumb, small cranium. (laughs) He has no noggin to speak of. He just looks like some sort of weird Vulcan. Like, ugh. I'm done with you. He is very Vulcan. He's like, I'm not I'm not bored. <sighs> Have oh, you done well. Cole's amulet mission yet? No, I just got the like yeah, cutscene to like I, I need a fucking amulet because yeah. I'm running around like a weirdo. Yeah. Did that you let Varric deal with it or yeah, Varric, did, yeah? Did you let Varric? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did too. Yeah. yeah. I like how his card changed. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> well, friends, Dragon do you have anything age. interesting else to say about the world of Thedas? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll finish it and yes. then talk about it all. We'll soon. have one more. Boy, yeah. howdy episode of Dragon Age. Yeah. You had, you had it's going to be you and Bill, and I'm just going to like pop in through the wall like the Kool-Aid man. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about like this. Writing the Iron Bull. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Uh, oh my gosh. All right, friends. Well, this, the first ever oh. Boy Howdy Sans Bill. It's a sad thing. Bye, Bill. Um, I mean, Bill, you're here in spirit. Um, oh, we should bitch a little about Dragon Age. Uh, the crafting system is dumb. UI design is terrible. It's hard to make money. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it is hard to it's make money. Har- it's too tedious to make sure your dudes have the best stuff. Mm-hmm. Crafting, you don't know what the stats will be always. That's right, you're that's buying. You can compare it to your yeah. current. Yeah. yeah, it's it's dumb that you have these beasts. You can ride them, but then you can't um, search for anything, mm-hmm. and you can't have dialogue during those fast travel. Mm-hmm. What else can we complain about? That's, I think that's I think it. That covers yeah. it. That's pretty good. Uh, all right, all right. It's There's like Bill was bill. here with us. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, friends. We'll be back next week to talk to y'all about more pop culture garbage. Hopefully oh, with yeah. Bill and Tom. But Jimmy and Conley, thank you so much. And Foley, thank you so yeah. much for being thank my honorary boy happy. Yes, thank you. Yep. Yeah. Somebody had to complain about something and say something uh, sexually inappropriate. And I think we hit all those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this is like the first week, the first boy howdy ever where I've been really uncomfortable with some point of the conversation. Good job, you guys. Uh-huh. Well, you haven't? We'll try harder next time. I don't want to die or anything. Sometimes I leave. I leave boy howdy. Going, oh my god, I can't believe Bill made me talk about X or Y. This is the worst podcast in the world. It's nice that I don't feel well. Yeah, we had such a gentle podcast. I know. We all let each other speak and <laughs> nodded supportively. What is this? I don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah. All right, Good friends. Best. We will talk to y'all next week. Bye.